0: something it's not meant to be for you, and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through Simple Practical Hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun, fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello friends, how are you? I'm sitting in my bedroom once again, on my cute little table that overlooks the window, all cozy in a blanket because it's a little cold, but all good. So do you ever feel like Cinderella in your house? Sometimes, yes, most of the time. (laughs) What do you want your house to look like in 2022? Have you thought about it? Let's jump in and figure that out today. I find that it's super hard to focus and get things done, especially for work, when I am surrounded by clutter and stuff and house chores like dirty dishes and piles of laundry and dirty countertops and all the things. I feel like I have caffeinated squirrel brain. I can't handle it and I wanna like run around and clean everything up right away. And then I don't get any of my actual work done that I needed to get done that day or was planning to do. The end of the day comes and I just feel like, ugh, I didn't do anything, but I just ran around the house like a caffeinated squirrel cleaning up things and moving from room to room. So I have a solution for you and for me because I know the opposite end is also true. I tend to spend a lot of my time cleaning and organizing because I love it. And then I don't have time for other things that I do need to do. This often happens. I use cleaning as an excuse instead of doing the things that are a bit harder or don't come as naturally. It's far easier for me to listen to another podcast and hang out and do the laundry rather than go figure out something on the computer and a new system and a new style for something that I have no idea. So. We will just get those things straight and figure this out of what you want your house to look like in 2022. Let's just start out with that. Kind of close your eyes for a minute and think about your goals. Unless you're driving, then don't close your eyes. But think about your goals for your house for 2022. What do you want your house to look like? Do you want it to be clutter-free, picked up all the time? Do you want it to have a sense of lived in? What is your capacity for clutter for things all over the place? Mine is very low. Yours might be higher. My husband doesn't even notice half the things that are out. They're things maybe on the counter or on another table or out on our countertops in our master bathroom. He doesn't even notice it. He won't even think twice about it. It doesn't bother him. He could care less. So you kind of have to figure out where you are on the spectrum of clutter and cleanliness and where you would just like to be. What makes you most comfortable and able to function like you would want to do (laughs) or at your best optimal level? number two what do you want it to feel like what do you want to feel like when people come into your house if somebody just walked in the door would you be happy the way it looks would you feel that you needed to clean what do you want it to feel like do you want it to feel warm and inviting do you want to feel like pottery barn house like they've just stepped into a magazine what do you want people to feel when they walk into your home number three what do you want it to smell like maybe you want to decorate in the sense of smells like use some essential oils to bring out a certain fragrance maybe in the fall you think about apples and cinnamon At Christmas time, we often think about like baked cookies and peppermint and those kind of smells. So now that we're kind of, we're still in the winter time. So like peppermint holiday smells, spruce, things that would remind you of the outdoors and the season that we are in. So think about how you can decorate with smell, how you would want it to smell when somebody walks in the door. And how many hours a week do you have to put into your house? Put into cleaning, decorating, keeping the clutter down, tidying up, all those things. How many hours do you have realistically to put into doing all those things? That's kind of where our next question comes in of who can help you? It's really important to outsource things to your kids and your husband and to have everybody be part of it. So who can help you do the dishes or the laundry or tidying up or making beds, those kind of things. So figure out who's going to help you think through those questions. My goal for this year is to have our kids do some more around the house. I feel like this is kind of baby steps because they're so exhausted when they come home. They just want to finish their homework and then they work on their homework a lot and maybe have a little downtime and then have dinner. Especially our oldest, who now has started basketball, has even less time. So I feel like baby steps into doing some more chores perhaps over this summer we will have lessons on okay this week we're focusing on cooking this week we're focusing on doing your own laundry and so forth but i feel like over the school year they're overwhelmed so let's just give them like small little things to do and that could be set the table for dinner help make your lunch wipe down the countertops put the dishes in the dishwasher Empty the dishwasher, making your bed, keeping your room clean, all these little things that maybe require just five, 10 minutes. They're really not that long. You're not asking them to vacuum the entire living room and dust, but you're just asking them to do like five extra minutes of wiping down the counter after we eat and you're teaching them little small routines. So that is my goal is to have my kids do a bit more around the house. I tend to just do it myself and then I do everything (laughs) and then I wonder why I'm tired and I didn't get anything else done. So here we are going to jump into simple six, six simple steps or tips and tricks to help you keep your house clean. Number one is routine. When are things going to get done? When are you going to tidy up your house? When are you going to do laundry? When are you going to do the dishes? When does the kitchen get cleaned? All those things. But have a regular set time when you kind of tidy up. So make sure you have some routine in the day where you take 5-10 minutes and you tidy up. Or you take 5 or 10 minutes and throw a load of wash in. And then it's already built in. It's already in your routine. You don't have to think about it. And you can be a little bit more relaxed when you sit down to work on things and take time to do that. So set up a routine of when things are going to get done, like the dishes, the laundry, et cetera. Number two, set up a system. Make sure that everything has a home or make a home for it. Make sure that everybody in your family knows where things live <laughs> and make it easy. So know that if you need a knife, where do you get that? If you need a plate or a bowl, or if you need some socks from your sock drawer or extra shoes or whatever it might be, the people know where it is and it's easy to find. Put it in places that you would normally look for it is the rule of thumb that I use. So if there's something that I'm not sure where to put it, I put it in a spot where I would first go to look for it. We have a miscellaneous drawer in the kitchen and that often has a lot of things, maybe keys or sunglasses. It has bags of rubber bands. I mean, all the things that you think, where am I gonna go if I need a rubber band? Where am I gonna go if I need a post-it note or a pen? So that drawer has most everything. But find a spot for things where you think you would look for them. Number three, accept help. (laughs) Even if it is not done the way you want. And I know I definitely tend to struggle with this one. Sometimes the kids wipe down the counters and it's not all wiped down. Or maybe they make their bed and it's still lumpy. Or maybe they put things away, but it's not all the way away. So make sure that you just accept the help. Don't worry if it's not done exactly the way that you would do it. Another example of this is I totally struggle with my husband doing dishes. I love the fact that he does dishes. It is a huge blessing and it makes me very happy. But when he does them, he leaves a huge train of water all over the sink and the counters and everything. It's like there's just been a small flood. So... I've learned that instead of saying anything or getting upset or saying, why can't you do this differently, that I will just take a deep breath. And when he's finished doing all the dishes, which is a wonderful thing, I just go ahead and mop everything around the counters and the sink and mop up underneath plants and other things that we have on the sink, like the soap container and all those kind of things. So I lift up everything, wipe down the window that is all wet and all kinds of things, wipe down the counter and everything around there. So I just take a deep breath and know that He's just not going to do it the way that I would do it, but that's okay. And so I've found that if I don't say anything, that's just fine. And I can just go ahead afterwards and just mop things up and be good to go. So make sure that if you are accepting help, you are okay. If it is not done the way you want. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, Be in control of your health or lose five or even a hundred pounds. This inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about. 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80 you have access to a personal coach who walks with you a connected community easy no hassle meal prep and lots more help along the way what more info shoot me a dm facebook message email or check out my website the busy vibrant mom what are you waiting for it's so much fun it's time to invest in you number four deep cleaning this one we're working on kind of training our kids as i said to vacuum more and dust and clean toilets and all those kind of things but we find that it's just overwhelming during the school year so i think those are things we're going to work more on in the summer but for right now we outsource the deep cleaning once we had more than two kids i just could not keep the house clean with um, three kids, especially when they were little. I think now it would be a lot easier when they're older, but we have just really enjoyed being able to have the house cleaned and saving that time of us doing it over the weekend. So that's one thing that we have decided we're okay with spending some extra money on, we're okay with outsourcing, but I know it's up to every family and their situation and, and how that works. When we were cleaning, we would do a rotation of one weekend, we would do the top floor so everybody would help clean upstairs, and then the next weekend, everybody would help clean downstairs, and then it rotated. So we would clean the upstairs twice a month and clean downstairs twice a month, and sometimes if we didn't get to certain things Upstairs, maybe that next week we would, or maybe if we were gone one weekend, then cleaning it twice a month would help. So figure out your deep cleaning schedule and what works best for you. Number five, have separate rooms. So some rooms you want to fight to keep the space clean at all times. And other rooms you have are kind of like work rooms. Let me explain. I find that I have less stress if I can look around and see most of the rooms around the house are neat and cleaned up, and I don't have piles of stuff everywhere. When I have piles of things, it makes me think that I need to do them. And so for me, I get more stressed out. But if I know, okay, the back bedroom is clean. I just made the bed, put everything back. The living room is clean. The dining room is clean. The hallway is kind of clean. But... Um, Our office is a disaster and our kitchen has stuff all over the place. That's okay because those two rooms are more of our work rooms. So the kitchen gets cleaned up every night, but during the day, it can look a lot of different ways. (laughs) After the kids eat, it looks like a hurricane has come through. While I'm working at the kitchen table, it could look like a disaster, but then in the evening, we clean it up. But that room, I know there's some piles of stuff I need to work on and some things just land there randomly. Right. You always have that one counter or one kind of credenza or whatever that all your errands land on or things you need to do or contact people about all kind of land right there. Kids, homeworks, really Random things, non-random things, a bike helmet, all those kind of things are in one spot, which I know just lends itself to ending up with random stuff. But I know that the other rooms in my house are clean. So that helps me refresh my mind like, okay, we just have to work on the study and the kitchen. But I don't have to like be overwhelmed the entire house. It feels like it's closing in on me. Number six, bedtime. So the best thing you can do is kind of reset and tidy up and clean up your house the night before to get a fresh new start on the day. I kind of clean up. I make sure anything that needs to go upstairs goes on the stairway. When the kids go upstairs to go to bed, they take it upstairs or my husband and I take it up. I make sure that countertops and things are wiped down and then I take all the towels in the evening after dinner and throw them in the laundry so downstairs gets all picked up and cleaned up especially the kitchen all the dishes are done there's not dirty dishes waiting for us in the sink the next morning the countertops are clean so if you put your hand against them you don't feel grimy food Things are put away, things are cleaned up as well as they can, backpacks are ready to go, lunches are ready to go, all those things. So you feel like you can have a fresh new start the next day and you just feel good. It's super important. So I tend to kind of tidy up as we go, as we bring the kids upstairs because they're small mess makers, we pick up behind them and kind of tidy things up and have them bring their stuff up the stairs and help with bringing things back to where they go. And then upstairs, after they have showers and brush teeth and everything, I tend to mop down the countertops, clean up anything else, collect all the laundry. And at that time, I throw all my laundry in while my husband is reading stories to the kids so I can listen and throw all the laundry in and have it going. And then right before we go to bed, I switch it to the dryer and it dries. And then the next morning, it's good to go so that's my routine as far as cleaning up keeping the house clean so that the next morning we're good to go the kitchen's clean their rooms are usually pretty picked up and we feel that we can have just a fresh start so as fresh as you can make it and as tidy and cleaned up the night before the better of a brand new start you will get on the day Hopefully these have helped you think about 2022 and what you want to set as far as how you want your house to look and what kind of things maybe your kids or your husband or your spouse or you could outsource. What things did you want to focus on? All those things. In thinking about all those, come on over to the Facebook group and tell us what kind of things do you have that are tips and tricks for keeping your house neat and clean and not being overwhelmed with things. Also, what do you want your house to look like for 2022? As a reminder, I have an amazing, amazing free benefit for you. I've started a health Facebook group called Better Health, Better Me. It is totally free. It's just a passion project from me to you. Total gift of I have the ability as a health coach to have some tips and tricks about health and help you stay accountable for your goals for this next year whether they be big or small. And so I am just super excited to help you and offer that to you. So come on over to the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group. I'll talk about it in there. And then if you want to join Better Health, Better Me, I would love to have you in there and we can meet our goals together. As always, please leave a review that just lights me up inside. Come on over to our Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. And always remember to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Now go have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show... Please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories, and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me, and post it in your stories. Together, we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!